0: welcome back to the risk report this is episode number 86 and uh Jesus Christ do I even have a fucking podcast anymore huh I never do this shit <clears throat> I don't know what's been going on I've just been living life really and even though I've been living life and doing my own thing and working and and doing all the things that I'm doing um I don't know. I just still don't even have much to talk about at this point. <laughs> it's time that I get new new guests on. And so um, I've actually been talking to a couple people that seem interested in doing the podcast. And so I might have a couple musicians join in as well as some um, old-time guests that uh, I'd like to talk to. I've also been on Ali Embry's podcast a, a good bit called um, Medi- Medicate and Meditate. <laughs> And, um, so those have been fun. I like doing the dynamic of, you know, a male perspective and a female perspective on, on certain things. Um, but yeah, I've just been working, right. School started again. And so we're working, um, a a whole month already. I've been there pretty much a week before school started, right. Getting my get my classroom ready, doing all that shit and then just boom, right back into it. Um pretty smooth, I think. Pretty smooth transition. I'm in the flow of things. Yeah, they want us to do certain things different. They, you know, we're going through accreditations and things like that. And so we all got to be on point and that's that's no problem. Um the kids have been great. And just getting back into the rhythm of things. I also think it's like a a mode, like a zone that I have to get into, you know, to to just go and teach. And sometimes I get in there and I'm like, and I'll be doing a lesson or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, it still kind of hits me like, what am I doing? <laughs> it's such a it's such an odd thing that I've become, you know, a teacher. But life works in those mysterious ways. And and, you know, I think I'm there for a reason. You know, just trying to make these youngsters be the best people they could possibly be Um, and just learning how to communicate with people. And as they're growing up, you know, I remember, I remember all those times. So I think that allows me and gives me a more open-minded perspective than to just fucking freak out and yell at them or something or, or lose my cool with them. But there is times when it's overwhelming, you know, um, but it's not like I'm gonna be pissed off the whole fucking day or the whole class, even. It's just like, all right, sometimes I gotta raise my voice because I am soft spoken. But when I'm saying fu- something four or five times, it's like, all right, after that, gotta raise my voice, then everyone shuts up, and then it's like, all right, now let's get on to the lesson. I can't do and then it's like I don't even get pissed off with them like that. It's like I'll raise my voice and then I'll have to just be like, listen, guys. When someone's talking, just don't talk. If, if they're talking to you, just don't talk, you know what I mean? Like when you have a communication, you know, one person listens, the other person's talking. When they're done talking, you can go ahead and start talking, you know, or if you have something to say, sorry for interrupting, whatever. They're supposed to, you know what I mean? Like, but what can you do? They're kids. And I remember being a kid and kids my age, when we were kids, they were fucking crazy too, so. I don't take it too personal. Every day is a, a new experience. And I think overall, I have a good kind of system going on and the kids, they all respect me. They all love me. So um, works fantastic. Um, and then it's just about balancing life, I guess, because right Right before, right as the summer was ending, right when I knew I had like two weeks, a week left of, of my summer vacation. I was like, man, I got to get in the zone. I got to wake up early again, right? I got to get used to waking up at fucking five in the morning again. Um, so I tried doing that a couple weeks before I started going into work. I I had to kind of adjust things and and like I said, get in that mode of, um, of, of, being a teacher, you know, it's like I go out on Tuesday nights, and I'll, I'll get into this. I'll talk about it in a little bit, but I go out on Tuesday nights to perform, <clears throat> and that is like I've been telling Lorenzo when he goes there, because I'll see Lorenzo from the studio, the bass player. I've had him on a couple times. Um, and i just tell them, like dude i <laughs> i love coming here but then i hate the like uh i i get upset at the fact that like oh i got to go wake up in 5 hours and go go be a teacher you know what i mean when it's like you know when i get to go perform i'm i'm getting back into tapping back into that zone and i think little by little you know um So now it's just about, okay, now I'm back in the zone of working, which is fantastic, but I got to start balancing the rest of my life, which includes the podcast, includes tattooing, include you know, I've gotten to tattoo a couple people, um, which has been great. So I've, I've gotten to tattoo three people so far and, and then also me. So I had four, but I've been practicing a lot, right, doing the fake skins and stuff, and um, it's getting to a point where, yeah, I think <clears throat> I think people really would trust me enough to just start getting tattooed a lot more, and that's something that could really open up a door and give me an opportunity to um, have a little side thing because this the 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 money that I'm getting as a teacher. It's great and all, and I'm able to pay my things, but that's it, brother. <laughs> that is it. I haven't, you know, like I need to just have something else going as well. <clears throat> Last year was great. I was doing the paintings, and I was I was getting commissions, and, you know, so I was able to have more money coming in, and that, you know, that kind of sustained a certain lifestyle. But once I was done with those jobs, and I didn't get those more jobs, And then I'm off all summer and I wanted to go to Tampa and go to St. Pete and go out drinking and, you know, just, I just spent too much money. And so now it's like, okay, recalibrate, rebalance, you're getting older. You know, you gotta, you gotta save in life. You gotta, um, yeah, prepare, you know, prepare for things that are to come, prepare for what you want to come, you know, and work towards those things. And so, um, I believe, tattooing can maybe open up a possibility in that, but all in all, I'm just doing it to practice to get better. And so when people try to offer me money right now, I, you know, kind of put my head down and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just practicing, you know, don't worry about it. I want, I want to get a certain amount under my belt before I just start taking money from people, you know, not that they were coming out bad or anything and and honestly, lots of times they're they're coming out, I think tattoo studio quality, if not maybe even a little bit better sometimes because I've been looking at my tattoos, <clears throat> tattoos I've spent hundreds of dollars for you know um 200, 300, whatever, and it's just blown out line after blown out line, you know damaged skin. Areas that frankly just aren't that good. And I'm not, I don't want to, you know, talk shit about the artists that have tattooed me and stuff over, over time. But it's just there's something about, (sighs) there's something about that. Like you go out to these places and you might, you know, you might get a blown out tattoo for the most part. I don't know what it is. And these are the professionals. So, you know, maybe it's also kind of like a music thing where, you know before I started producing, I'm not much of a musician, but I kind of became a musician just by um all the music I was writing, the songs I was writing, listening to the music, feeling it in a different way, kind of starting to understand it in a different way, and just being so surrounded by it that i I ended up producing music right is now for the last couple of years, I've produced all my stuff. And it's changed the game. It's changed how I write songs. It's changed the sound. Um, because now I'm able to kind of put out what's whatever I'm tapping into, whatever's inside of me. And I think similar with the tattooing, I've I've gotten tattoos for a long time. And I've always every time I'm getting a tattoo, I'm fucking watching every single line. Every single fucking line they're putting on my body, every shading. All of it, I watch, you know, I I see it. Of course, I'm feeling it too, right? But I try to study that. And I think just being around it and seeing enough of my body get tattooed, I got a somewhat of a a slim understanding of it. And and then at the end of the day, it's kind of a crazy fucking thing because you really just go out and you fucking tattoo people. You know, it does get to a point like the first, <clears throat> I want to say the first two tattoos. The first one on me, not, I, did, I wasn't shaky, no shaky hands. First tattoo was my buddy Christian and he wanted me to do two tattoos, a tattoo on his leg and a tattoo on his foot. And um, I noticed a little, little bit of shaking, not terrible, just a little bit of shaking right when I was going to start. And then as soon as I got going... No problem. I was able to tattoo them well. The tattoos came out nice, came out clean. And then the second tattoo was my friend Allie, the one I'd been doing the podcast with. And I don't know what, what, for what, I think I really think it was because I didn't eat all day. Big, big mistake. Didn't eat all day. She comes over, we do two tattoos, and man, my hand was like, as soon as I would go down, to, like, get the needle closer to the skin, my hand would just start fucking shaking, shaking, shaking. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like, mentally, I'm not um, nervous, but my body itself, I guess, is, you know, because it is a kind of a crazy thing of, like, yo, this is permanent. (laughs) You're putting it... I think it's more of, like, a pain thing for me than a permanence thing. I don't want to hurt somebody. I don't want to damage somebody's body. I don't, you know, I, I don't want to cause discomfort in any way. Obviously, you don't want it to look shit, but I have enough confidence in my drawing ability and my art ability and my understanding of art that I'm going to try my very best <laughs> to make it passable, you know, and and honestly, they've been coming out really good. So I really just have to hit that hard. It's just about the balance again, about being able to go to work <clears throat> And I talk shit, man. I talk shit all the time. Oh, I got all this fucking time of, uh, off of work and this and that, which is great. But it's like, then I have to apply myself and, and push myself to do these things. And so, you know, it's just about making the schedule. You know, I get home and then it's like, ah, I'm tired or whatever. Now I started going to the gym after work instead of early. And I found that it's, A little better. It's less busy for some reason. I go at 5.30 in the morning and it is so fucking busy. I go there at 3.30 or 4 o'clock and it's, you know, I got what I need to work out. No problem. There's people there, but it's not like five in the morning for some reason. And, um, so, you know, it's just changing some habits and trying to balance everything, you know, doing that, getting healthier work uh work at the tattooing you know get better at that because like i said that really could fucking open up some doors for me and and it all starts with just practice and and doing it and music you know the now i'll get into the performing because i've been going out on tuesday nights uh every tuesday the last like five weeks i want to say um I've been going out every fucking Tuesday to perform. And I literally treat it like I'm going to the gym. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I literally treat it like I'm going to the gym. I go there to practice. I do a new song every week. The band is do is doing a new song with me every week. And um yeah, they're just they're just killer. So for me it's I go there I practice I meet people and I get back into it you know like I said in previous podcast when I when I first went back out there it took Trey to convince me a couple weeks in a row like dude fucking sign up you know and so I finally did and this wave of anxiety and I gotta tell you, ever since around that time, I s I've I started noticing some weird anxiety in my body. And maybe I'll get into that later. Um, some some feelings that I've never felt before, or whatever. Like it's it's becoming an ailment, I feel like. Um but I'll I'll get to that, those thoughts later. I've been, you know, that gave me this crazy like anxiety, but I had to power through it. And once I did, it was like going over that roller coaster and just, ah, the, you know, the sweet release and the relief, uh, of the weight off your shoulders. Like, yeah, it was nothing. It's no big deal. I just got to fucking go out there and do it. And now every week that I've been going, I literally just feel so (laughs) relaxed. Like I don't give a fuck, you know, and I just go out there and I'm, and I just crush it. I do the best I can, you know. And every week's been great. Every week I've been getting great feedback. And and yesterday I got feedback. Um one of the singers, he said that he notices me getting even more and more comfortable every every night that I'm out there. And naturally you would you would assume, yeah, that's that's the case, right? Like you're supposed to be getting better the more you do it. <clears throat> but um I love I love seeing the artists there, and I love hearing their music. But a lot of a lot of the things I see, it's like um, I see people do the same song every week, which is great. And at this point, it sounds fucking fantastic. And for the for a first time listener to hear it, they're like, "Holy shit, this is crazy! This is fantastic!" Right? And I'm not knocking people to do that or or whatever. You should totally do that if that's what you want to do. But I'd love to see people push themselves a little more and, um, yeah, put themselves out there and and practice. And, and you know, that song might be a killer and that song might work. But what if you had this other song and that song might be even fucking crazy, right? And so I go there. My goal is to go there, perform one of my songs every week. Uh, I got plenty fucking songs so I could literally do it for a while. Um, to like kind of have to recycle. But I think at a certain point I'll I'll recycle. I'll keep it more on the newer side of songs. Um and that's you know, that's what I'm doing. I force myself, it's late at night, which sucks because like I said, I wake up at five, but I have to do it, dude. There's this there's, there's just something that I feel like I owe. And through that, it's you know, opened up more of the connections again it's opening up to me meeting new artists new musicians people that i could get on this podcast um and and share their story and we can hear kind of what they have going on and so i love that aspect about it meeting musicians that want to start playing with me again um you know i saw my buddy ben finally and fucking been so long and um Bends down to do a show and, you know, last night the guy uh, who actually told me that I was that he was like, yo, you're just getting more and more confident out there. Like shit sounded fire. He told me that he's putting together a show and he might want me to get on it, you know, or he wants me to get on it. But I'm like, well, I, I want to get a band, you know. <clears throat> so that's my goal. I just need to get a band out there, a group of homies, because I know them. I know them. I know that they've got commitments to other bands and stuff like that, but we're tight. And we could we could get this going again and I'm always down to practice. so you might be hearing about some new shows coming out, Roman Stoic <laughs> but it's interesting you know I'm like in a whole I'm like in a whole different state of mind than when I first started making music or and, and putting myself out there when I was making music at fucking 21, 20 and 21 performing and, um, getting these shows and the transition, even the transition from, cause when I first started performing, it was performing my beats, right? It was performing my instrumentals over a song I had written and I'd go perform my song. And it was a lot of rap battles and freestyle competitions and You know, I was coming up like that. Like when you rap, it's a whole different, like, I feel like even though there is hip hop around me and I, I, you know, there are hip hop artists there where, where I go and they play with the band too, which is fucking great to see, you know, when you're coming up in rap and in hip hop or trap or whatever people are making now, that's a whole different vibe. You know, that's a whole different sect of musician that. Is musician is loose, you know Maybe the producers and stuff like that Or DJs and uh, things of that nature But, you know, when you go to an open jam And you got a dude whipping out a trumpet And he's playing with some guy who's shredding the guitar And you got a keyboard player And you got a fucking bass player And the drummer And that's different, dude And so when I got a taste of that That transition It really did change Changed the game for me, and it changed how I approach music and um, where I where I feel comfortable in in doing shows, and where I feel comfortable in in like putting my music out there, if that makes sense. Because it's like uh, you got to do it justice, you got to do yourself justice, and it's just gonna be so much better than just putting a fucking instrumental. You know, don't get me wrong, there was actually at the open jam, there was a guy a couple weeks ago, he came through, did his song, played the instrumental, didn't use the band. The band was just sitting there vibing, crushed it, right? And and he's like, That was my first time performing, and fucking great. Like, that was great. That's fantastic, that's what that's for. And I walked up to him when he was sitting there for like uh outside after like a while or an hour or something went by, and I was like, yo, man. You killed it, you know. I loved it. Let me look you up on Spotify. Followed him on Spotify, and I was like, "Yo, man, first time performing, it, it went well." And I was like, "That band is so good. They could learn that song. You should try to perform that with the band." You know, just planting that because I feel like it just elevates your music to a whole different level. But my my previous thought, really, why I started going off on this tangent was you know i was just in a whole different headspace even when that transition obviously starting up off rapping like that and then the transition of the band and meeting all these people i still at that point i had this fucking very fixed idea of like this is it music is it music was my lifeblood like it just i had no other fucking purpose yeah i skate yeah, I made, I'd make art and I was an artist and stuff. And and I'm an artist now still, obviously, but I was doing all these other things, but everything that I really, really wanted to accomplish and achieve, I wanted it through music, you know. And now I'm in a whole different point in life. I don't know if it's the couple of years that that passed. I think I really think around 2020, around the time I met my ex. I think that's when kind of music for me, like took a back, a back step. And I started getting into my career of being a a teacher. Right. And, um, right. Life kind of gets in the way. I'm only 28 still. Um, but there is a, it's a feeling or something that like, obviously I do miss and, and everything. I think it's also because I, I had to. I had to take down my my videos on YouTube. You can not you know, imagine a fucking student finding out my name, my my uh music name and goes up on YouTube and the first thing that pops up is me smoking weed on a music video, making out with a chick in a, in a music video. I had to take it all down. You know what I mean? And um so that I could protect that, you know, protect you know my ability to work over, you know, even though that's artistic expression and blah, blah, blah. You know, you can't be some fucking degenerate open degenerate teaching. So, you know, I think maybe it was that type of thing where, so I I just kind of put it. Music's always a part of me. I'm always going to be making the music I've made really great. I've, I've made even better songs, you know, from 2020, to now i've made the best songs i think i've ever made um and i'm just getting better and better but it was more of like i'm just taking a back step with it focusing on the career working surviving becoming an adult you know just just trying to be a stable adult would i love to fucking be the musician the the fucking hit songwriter, have a hit song, have a couple hit songs, fucking kill it, you know, and, and be out there. Yeah. But it just hasn't panned out for me that way. You know, I, I, you know, I just couldn't get it going like that. And I don't think it's got anything to do with the music itself or the content, or maybe it does, you know, I think it's more of the marketing and the, the powers that be that is social media and how you have to, you know, just just have these high numbers and that's understandable. That's what makes the money, you know what I mean? It's It's no longer, you know, it would have been a different thing if I came out in the 70s or 80s or even 90s. And I came out with a band and I would rap and then sing and then do my rock. But, you know, just kind of just going, I'm doing my music, but coming out at a different time when they did have record labels that, yeah, they're taking money from you or whatever, but they're also taking a shot on you. You know, you, there was no Instagram. There was no TikTok. There was no this, no that, no YouTube, right? So they were the they were the ones that had to put money into you to make you a fucking hit product to make you a household name and they took risks on people you know they don't take a risk like that now they they their shit is calculated it's all by numbers okay how many you want to go get signed to a record label how many instagram followers you got how many youtube videos you got uh views you got how many tiktok followers you got what's your highest viewed thing on tiktok it's it's crazy. Like, they're not even going to consider you unless you have some sort of social media presence, unless you've done like half of the legwork, it seems like, you know? And so it's just a different time. And for me, I just want to get the, I just want to make it. And that's it. I don't want to have to worry about blasting it to people. You know, we're in that fucking crazy time where I can put my music out right now. I could upload a song right now, it'll be on Spotify tomorrow. You know, but it's just so saturated and it's like, uh, you know, I just could, couldn't could be bothered. <laughs> I couldn't be fucking bothered, dude. I'd, I'd rather have a team, right? I'd, I would have benefited a lot more from, from a different time, but the world is how the world is. And I'm not going to sit here and, and complain about things that are really not that big of a deal. You know, when I started pursuing my my goals and my dreams as an artist, as a musician, I made a deal with myself that no matter what happens, if I become the biggest artist ever and I make millions of dollars or if I'm just if it fucking fails miserably, I know that I'm always going to make music. I'm always going to work on art for as long as I live. That is my purpose, you know, my, and, and my purpose has evolved, you know, and a human being's purpose is, you know, purpose might, might change over time. They might change, you know, season to season even, you know, I have a purpose of teaching and instilling in the new generation what's important. You know, I I have a purpose in, in hopefully having them grow up to be good, effective members of society, really. You know, I have a purpose for them to find what they love, do what they love. You know, these are things, these are values that I really, that's what I hope gets across the most. You know, you talk about grades, you talk about this, you tell me, teach them art history and whatever, dude. It's all great. It's all good. They should totally know it. It ha- definitely helps. But at the core, that is what I try to teach in art is, is life, you know. Values and outlooks on life that I think would benefit people, you know. It's like I try to also look at it as like I'm trying to tell them something that I think would have benefited me hearing it at that age, right? If you, if you had heard certain things at a certain age that could maybe just plant an idea, you know, for example, for me, one of the things last year, there's a student who got in trouble a lot. He's no longer in in the school. He got expelled, I think at the end of the year, or they didn't sign him back up. And, um, you know, he was having a hard time. Failed that grade already. Was looking to fail that grade again. That's probably why they didn't put him back in the school. Um, just lazy. Didn't do his work. Whatever else. What would something's going on at home. Got to be right. So you know, at first, yeah, he was he was throwing stuff in class and being being a bit of a degenerate. And then, I you know, I started getting more through to him. Moral of the story: he he didn't like drawing. He didn't want to force himself to draw. He didn't want to paint. He didn't want to do clay. He, it was like pulling teeth. And, and my big thing is like, dude, just fucking try. <laughs> That's the big great participation. All I want you to do in life is just try. You never know until you try something new. You might be good at it. You might be shit. It's no big deal. You just got to try, right? That's literally what I want him to do. We get to photography Man, I start teaching them about photography. I let the kids go out, take pictures, and blah, blah, blah. Well, he got really into photography, super into photography. And he was asking for the camera when he was, like, not even in class. And he was, you know, he was taking good pictures. He would, like, really go out there and fucking take pictures. And one day in class, I, I asked him to come over. I was like, yo. Come on. And I was, you know, showing him the camera and stuff. He was looking at his pictures. And I was like, listen, man. You're in sixth grade right now, right? You like, you like photography. I was like, look, man, you could save your birthday money. You could save your Christmas money. You know, whatever other holidays they're going to give you money, you could save that for the next, you know, two years or something. Like, save it for the next year. By the time you're in eighth grade, you could buy a camera just like this and then just start taking pictures. I'll let you use this camera while you're here at school, so you can build a portfolio, right? And so I'm explaining all these things for them to kind of set them up. And I was like, listen, man, by the time you're in high school, some of your homies over here are going to want to rap. They're going to want to do this. They're going to want to be vid influencers. And who are they going to need? A media guy. Who are they going to need someone taking uh, photographs someone who's going to be taking videos you could fucking make money you like like those that would be such a, a faster route right if people and this and so i told him that like that was a, a big lesson for me to him you know it's like if anything dude man just take this out of you know out of the class at least that if you like something just just do it you you know telling him what's possible and, and just like guiding him towards the right direction. Cause what else is, what else is he going to do getting in trouble like that and failing classes and, you know, and, and God knows what else. Right. And so, cause I've seen that before. I grew up with that before. I, you know, I've seen the, the paths the many paths that my friends and I have gone through and have ended up in. And so, my duty and my purpose now is to try and guide these kids to not make, so, hopefully not make some of those mistakes and, and maybe, you know, achieve even greater things than we have. But, you know, I think that we should value that a little more because society is, uh, the world now has changed so much in that, uh, you know, you could work from home. You can uh, fucking, I saw that, the, uh, the Facebook guy, Mark Zuckerberg on the Joe Rogan podcast, and it's like the metaverse is the fucking future, right? He's going to have like work that you, you could put on a virtual thing and be in a meeting with people. The world is changing, right? And so I think it's important for people to do what they love or do something they enjoy or work at something that they are relatively good at. How about that too? You notice that someone has a keen, attuned sense to something. Maybe you should steer them in that direction. You know, you don't have to force anybody, but you just kind of have to guide them to hopefully choose the right path. You know. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's that's what my purpose is right now. That's the stuff that I deal with on the on the daily, and I'm very happy and blessed to be in that position. And I hope that I'm making a difference. I hope that I'm, you know, inspiring good. And, and, and you never know, because like, you know, if, if you get fast tracked like that, in a sense, the work he's going to have to do on his own, the work they're going to have to push on their own, that that that's the type of person that they're going to have to become if they want to achieve something like that. And maybe it's the age, maybe it's the time period, maybe it's a bit of both. I think it's probably more the age, but everyone, they're all lazy right now. They all don't want to do nothing. They all want to try things. And um, and I get that. That's no big deal. I get that. But I try to, to get them to try at least. And And some people have an easier time with that than others, of course. But, yeah, my purpose has changed, right? You know, a couple of years ago, my purpose was selfish. My purpose was solely me, my music, my this, you know, achieving my dreams and, you know, proving everyone wrong and, and becoming, you know, just not that it was that negative. I didn't go about it that way that negatively, but it's like, you know, yeah. And then as you get older, you have the pressures of stability and, uh, and everything and growing up. And so intermixed with that, it was like I really, really just wanted to achieve this and, you know, and, and be this big artist. And, and But who knows, man? The grass is always fucking greener, man. How, how many of these artists have gone there and, and not come out you know, or come out different or, or come out stronger, but with, you know, a price to pay, right? And so, I don't know, purposes, I believe evolve and change and, and, and materialize, you know, depending on the direction you're going to, going through in life. And so, we'll see, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm not putting as much pressure on the music as I was now. I'm not putting myself, my mind in that, in that pressure of like, I got to make it. I got to do, of course I'd like to, you know? Um, of course I'd like to think of a bigger, live in a different way, you know, live in a, in a, Where I'm just solely getting paid to create, you know? I get paid to teach to create, and I do get paid to create here and there, yeah. But, I, you know, I'm talking about, like, cranking out songs, cranking out podcasts to get me paid, doing this, doing that. And that's all well and good, but just like I have to, you know, like I'm saying about the kids, I got to put the fucking work in, you know? And a podcast a month ain't going to cut that shit, (laughs) I ain't gonna cut me a check for a podcast a month. That's craziness, that's ludicrous, and I get that. So, you know, I guess my purpose now is to not only teach these kids, but fucking take these teachings too, you know, like, uh, you know, rather than the do as I say, not as I do thing, it's like do as I do, you know, I have to act righteously in my own life i have to be the role model and be the example to to then for them to know it's possible you know right now they know it's possible to live a chill life if if you make music or make art or whatever that's possible right but what else what else is beyond that you know could i fucking invest in real estate from it <laughs> could i do bigger things you know raise a family with it You know, like, that's, I think that's where I'd like, I'd like to be. That's where I'd like to achieve my goals in life is, is figure this shit out. And, you know, and then tattooing might just be another direction, another path, another step into, yeah, being full-time creative, because that would be a whole different job. Um and it would require a lot more out of me. That's another thing. I think it would require a lot more out of me than than what I'm doing now physically and all that. But never know, might be a step in the right direction. All I know is fuck it. I go I go with it. I go with the flow. I do reflect on it, but I don't fucking like harp on it or regret anything. You know, it's more of like just breaking it down and kind of trying to see where the fuck I'm at in my own life, in my own head and, um, what I would like to achieve and what I should work towards achieving in a sense. And, uh, I just get mad, mad ideas, you know? Um, and working where I work has opened up a lot of like, spiritual religious debate not debate maybe debate's not the right word but like you know just thought a lot of spiritual thought because i'm not very religious i don't to me it's almost like i just see through it i see through religion but i understand that there's a force, you know, there's like a everlasting energy that gives life across every universe in space and time. I, I believe that it's like, I believe that there's like a fundamental energy for the conscious and the unconscious, you know, what, pe- what people would describe as, as God. But God to me ain't no fucking man, right? Ain't no dude, a um, a spiteful one at that. <clears throat> um, I think he, it is both conscious and unconscious. Probably is both divine ma- feminine and divine masculine. You know, just a just a energy, right? The energy that goes through everything. And then it's also like I. I don't know. So I just see, I just see through the religion because I've also been to the Vatican. I've been to Italy and Rome and being at the Vatican was like, I got a very weird vibe from it. You know, it wasn't like a, because it's like, I've, I love history. You know, I've always loved history. I've always grown up watching documentaries and, and, then studying college, studying art, doing art history. And so when I went to Europe, it was a lot of, I literally got to see all the shit that I was studying, all the stuff that I would read about in books, the statue of David, you know, and like, you know, a lot of crazy things that I would see in that book. I was seeing them in person. And um, I get to the Vatican and the Vatican is like its own little city within Rome. And, you know, you walk in this massive area and I don't even know where I walked in, if it was like the center chapel or whatever the fuck, excuse me, the center, the central like building. And it was so unbelievably big, dude. It was like, um, just gave me an off vibe. <sighs> Like, how could I describe it? Everything, when I walked in, everything was so unbelievably huge and tall. You could barely see the fucking ceiling because it was just so high up, you know, but you could tell it was painted with something and everything had gold trim and everything is carved out of stone and marble and granite and gold. And it's just huge. It's just so, so ridiculous, dude. It was like. It was ridiculous, right? And the immediate like feeling, I yeah, and I was of, of course I'm admiring the beauty of it, the art, and this and that. But this overwhelming feeling, because I know that the only way that was possible was through conquering, you know, politically and and everything, you know, like warfare. And so to me, you know, the, the problem with the religion is that it's touched by man, right? It's created by man. Um, and so that's the only swirly thing about the religion, um, that, it, that people get so like fixed on a thing. To me, when I hear the stories and I'm at the, at the church and we're going through the fucking mass and all that stuff. And I hear the stories. I just try to. I I try to understand that it's the. It's just basically a moral. A tale of the human conundrum, right? The human psyche and and what it fundamentally is to be a good human. Um, and so when you, it, it's it's to me, it's no different from. What we learn from the Greek myths, from what we learn from all these myths over time, from mythology and from other religions, you know to me, it's like we're just all trying to explain our purpose or why 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 the hell are we here, and for what you know, and so, like what I truly, truly believe is that yeah, there's this everlasting force of, of conscious that is both conscious and unconscious and it brings forth the cyclical you know time and could probably it, it just because we're all like alchemists man i mean look at what we do i'm talking into a microphone it records it it records my sound that are my thoughts that are also electric in my brain <laughs> and it's all and it's coming out of my fucking mouth and it's going into the microphone, and it's recording, and you're going to hear it. It's bananas, right? Like to me, when I break things down, it's like, what is that? That's bananas. (laughs) It's fucking crazy. And I I just think that there is something that does fundamentally power this. And at the same time, I see see that there's ancient peoples, the peoples of Egypt, Of Greece, of of Rome, of um, India and and Asia and China and all these, you know, these really ancient cultures, and they they all believed in like polytheism. They all believed in you know they had their stories. The Vikings had Odin, the Greeks had Zeus, right? Everyone had their their gods, multiple gods. I believe that our Earth. Our planets, so all these stars, all these things, you know how that's how they named these were all deities and gods, goddess of the river, goddess of whatever, right? God of the ocean. I I see that too, because these forces of nature, whether it be planets, stars, oceans, deserts, mountains, forests, you know, natural forces, in my personal opinion, that that could totally be treated as a deity something divine you know i think it contains a tremendous degree of divinity and i don't i don't think enough people acknowledge it you know I'm not saying it's a personify i think that's our problem as as humans is we personify how can we understand it how can we understand the ethereal If we don't personify it. Bunch of white Catholic dudes. Long beards. How are we going to make God? Well. He had white hair and a long beard. He was white. (laughs) And his son? Blue eyes. (laughs) White as fuck. Right? He probably looked like me. Honestly. Jesus probably looked. I probably looked like Jesus. (laughs) When I had long hair. Just dark skinned, black hair, black beard, you know, I looked homeless. Um. Yeah, no, I, I see, I see why like these polytheistic practices and religions and and schools of thought, you know, just philosophies, they, these stories that they would tell, they all had some purpose to kind of deal with the fundamental core of the human psyche I think um, and so you know these are things that I've been kind of thinking about too right just thinking about life and what is and why I'm surrounded by religion when I'm not religious you know um, but at the same time it's like I feel like I was placed there by the universe. So it's just like my under, my understanding of it is different but the same at the same time, which is wild because it's like I don't it's hard it's hard for me to to believe after what hit, what has gone through down in history and how we know that it's just translations after translations after After editor, after editor, you know, so it's just like, it's not something to be taken so literal. And that is the wild thing that I think people do, that they take it super literal. But I think fundamentally at at its core, most religions probably just have fantastic mythologies that, you know, shape us and, and try to better us as humans in this life. The sad part is, is that certain religions, they instilled the fear, the control through it, you know, but it is what it is, man. I think everyone's just got their own journey and um, mine, I guess, is is all these things (laughs) talking to you like a crazy person, you know. Really I'm just talking alone, but I know that someone out there's gonna hear it and hopefully they can vibe with it. Um, which they do because I'm getting fucking plays, even though I'm not putting any of these out there. I log in and it's like, oh shit. I gotta keep doing it because people are <laughs> people are tuning in. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. That's just kinda what I've been going through these, these past right. couple weeks. Oh, the anxiety thing. I'll touch I'll touch on that, but my throat's fucking been talking for an hour. um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it's, I'm getting older and then things are getting, um, you know, things are catching up to me and all that stuff. I don't know, but I've been noticing having these weird anxieties and, um, I know that I've definitely got the OCD. I've been talking about that, but now, now I'm starting to see, Oh shit, man! Maybe be careful what you wish for because I think I might, I might really have OCD, you know. Um, because I, I talk about like yeah, just having all the stuff that I check before I leave, and you know, just having these kind of routines. And um, but recently I started having this crazy earache, like a like a boom boom on my left ear. It just rather rado- randomly will just like pulsate or whatever. And uh, the first day I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, did I not clean my ears well? Did I get water in my ears? So I got like an eardrops and put that in. And and then still it would happen. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I think around the weekend I didn't have it. And, I start, and then I woke up Monday and I, I woke up with it. Or was it Tuesday, yesterday? I don't know. One of these days I woke up and it was like boom, 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 boom. And but what I noticed was like my cat was fucking tripping out, and of course I'm five in the morning. Actually, it's four thirty in the morning, so he starts. He knows when I wake up, so he starts waking me up before it, and I'm just like getting pissed, and so I'm like shut up, you know, getting raising up my blood pressure and <laughs> raising up my stress, and then I just started feeling boom boom, you know, that fucking pulsate, and I was like, what is that? And yeah, it's like I'm thinking like, what the hell's going on? Maybe I should go see a doctor. And I'm looking up on the internet, what pulsating, ear? like what is this, feels like a fucking, you know, and I'm reading this stuff, it's like no, 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 and then I stumbled upon like all these fucking different articles and stuff on like how anxiety, this is like a side effect in some cases of people who suffer from anxieties and like OCD and all this crazy shit, and I was thinking like damn is it, because the when I know what I notice when I get it it's when I raise my voice when I like have to like raise my voice at the kids or, or if the kids are stressing me out or something and it's like I feel it boom boom and um, yeah I don't know what the fuck that's about don't know what that's about so but that when I read it I was like all right that sounds a little like the closest thing that I'm going through because uh, you know these past couple months there's been a couple instances where it's like i just you know like the whole performing thing i've never felt like that before even when i first went up yeah you get nervous i've gotten nervous before this wasn't nervous this was like um i don't know it feels different you know i could see how it cripples some people but like i just wouldn't let it (laughs) you know maybe maybe i'm being strong now or something but I just, yeah, I wouldn't let it. And and then I saw, you know, I had the same feeling at, a, at the movie theater. I sat down to watch a movie and my, you know, my heart and the chest, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Like, why am I freaking out right now? Why is my body freaking out? My mind is good, but my body's freaking out. What is going on? And so um, I don't know what's going on, man. I got to probably just go to the doctor. <laughs> I got to just go to the doctor. Um. overall I feel fine I mean I go to the gym I, I skate still and all this You know, now my body's been breaking down a little bit I'll go skate I'll fucking feel it a little more pulling my fucking leg or my hamstring was terrible and uh, we, I went street skating a couple weeks ago and after my god that's when I first noticed it was like after that the ear thing I just destroyed my body skater for, like, three or four hours in downtown West Palm. I'm hitting stairs. I'm doing grinds. I hit this huge, like, gap down a parking garage ramp. So it was, like, a, a big flat, like, docking thing. And um, it was, I want to say it's about probably, like, five five feet high or, or more, maybe five foot five or something. It was like up to my chin. And then um, I had to climb over that. And then it's basically like you, you run you roll off of that, you ollie over. Well, this is what I did. I ollied over off of that, over like a railing, because there's like a sidewalk thing that kind of goes down this ramp in between this, like, loading dock. So it's a loading dock, sidewalk ramp that you could walk down, railing that goes all the way down, and the railing's got to be up to my fucking, I don't even know, like, below my chest. And, and then it's, like, the downhill ramp of the parking garage. And it was huge. And this was after I was skating for hours, and I was like, fuck it. And I went and did it, did it first try, boom, ollied it. Landed, rolled away. When I landed, I literally felt like I just put too much pressure on my on my on my foot. So it was like my ankle hurt immediately when I when I landed, and I rolled away, and it was it was fucking great. But the next day, the next couple of days, that's when I started just feeling way worse. You know, I don't know. Just gotta take care of myself a little better. I'm eating healthy. I'm doing everything. So maybe I'll just go get checked out about that whole ear thing. I don't know what the fuck that's about. But the stress levels, I've noticed. I notice it that it pops up when I'm getting stressed. And it's not like painful or anything. It's just a weird like discomfort. and um, Yeah, so even that has just gotten me more aware of like, all right, maybe don't get so fucking stressed or or worked up over anything like who gives a shit what you know what is it all for anyways there's no reason to get all hot and bathed (laughs) all right thank you for tuning into the risk report into the mind of me (laughs) into the mind of i and um yeah i'll catch you guys on the next time I'm just going to get more fucking people on here. That way you don't have to listen to my crazy-ass thoughts. All right? But thank you for tuning in. All right? Um, don't stress out about shit. Peace and love. You know how I stayed alive this long, all these years. Fear
1: keeps you high, and I'm not running low. Lungs turning black, I got tons of the smoke. Just like the women, they come and they go. Under control, stay 100 for sure. Fear keeps you high, and I'm not running low. Lungs turning black, I got tons of the smoke. Just like the women, they come and they go. Under control, stay 100 for show. sure. Yeah, I don't really want it when make it, but I'm gonna keep it deep and swimming in the deep and living for the weekend. Now I'm always speaking to a Betty and she wanna get the freaking, cause she wanna put a Rican. Plus, I got a creepin'. on my gram, give a damn what she's seeking. Uh, never worry about the word of mouth, not concerned what you heard about. Cut a wreck and make the people bounce. Maybe scream and shout. Clear the way and I'ma lead you out. Love and pain without a little doubt. Always change, gotta work it out. Man, it's not the same as here and now. Uh. Fear keeps you high and I'm not running low. Lunch turning black, I got tons of the smoke. Just like the women, they come and they go. Under control. Stay 100 for sure. Fear keeps you high and I'm not running low. Lungs turning black, I got tons of the small. Tons of the small, tons of the small. Just like the women, they come and they go. Come and they go, come and they go. Under control for sure sure i've been on the road in the black coffin hot boxing bopping getting it ahead till i'm popping locking mad options i'm a prophet got such show you what to do like a bop it. drop it loud, stop it go if you got the green then you got that raw life is but a dream while well, it's all a show i've been doing me because it's all i know whoa yeah oh losing all my loved ones taxes so heads just roll say you so I'm cold, but my heart's been froze Whoa, whoa, getting bold Always had to question what we're told Got a good hand that I'll never fall But some of my demons won't let me go Cause they keep lying, I'm not wanting you Left in the back of the, tons of the, smoke. Tons, of the smoke, tons of the smoke Just like the women, they come and they go Under control So I'm running for sure Keeps you high, and I'm not running low. 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 Lunch turning black, I got tons of the small. Just like the women, they come and they go. Come and they go. Come and they go. Under control. Stay 100 for show. sure. Oh, you got a murderous rage in you. I like it.